0: Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Monday, November 2nd, 2020. I'm one of your hosts, Blessing, Addie Jr., and joining me is Imran, the Don Khan. See, now I don't know if I use the same line, if we go back to the same bit we were doing before. No, we, ha- we have to imitate everything we did on the previous four intros. And so okay. what did we talk about? What what, what came it's, up? It's good that
1: we can finally host together again yes. after the unpleasantness is over.
0: Yes. Oh my God. Donkoween, or Donktober. What a month. <laughs> what a month october was right real crazy all the things happened. uh you decided to choose a side and it was the wrong side and i guess that's the first thing i'm going to call you out on i didn't listen to that episode because i already knew what was coming <laughs> all right i expected you to b- betray me but why imran why ultimately greg miller signs the
1: checks so i gotta mm. go with who like you don't you don't bite the hand that feeds you
0: blessing mm. i mean you do i don't i mean i do Yes. But you also didn't have to choose. Or you could have even thrown your own hat-, hat in the ring. That's what I was expecting. I was expecting Imran to come through and be like, all right, I'm the Halloween king now. You were wearing like a big old like pumpkin costume type thing. I was expecting that. I wasn't expecting you to betray me. I was...
1: If I had thought about it for longer than like a day... Because like when I said I'm going to make the announcement of who I'm going to throw my support on... I did not make a decision until like that morning. Oh, that's great. So I was like, I don't know. I'll, I'll decide somebody. But yeah, it, it's fine. I don't actually know how it all ended up anyway.
0: Imran, I also want to compliment you on your jacket. You're, re- you're wearing the PSLV jacket, the bomber jacket that's now available on, I'm assuming, com slash store. I don't have one. I'm very <laughs> jealous. I'm pretty sure so, this was supposed to be yours. I still Maybe if you had yeah. voted
2: differently. No, wait. How does that work? Voted? I'm talking no, see, about Imran. I'm, but I guess he's purposely purposely attacking you by stealing your jacket.
1: And I got the jacket. I mean, you kind of have to draw a straight line between those two things, right? Like, if I had supported you, would I have gotten your jacket? Probably not.
0: I do do feel attacked on multiple fronts. I'm not going to lie. Like, I feel very attacked this episode. Uh, I need to get a jacket. Joey, I know you're watching this because you watch every episode. Joey, since Emron has the one small jacket that we got delivered, I'm going to need two small jackets. Thank you. I appreciate it. Imran, enough about jackets. Wait, Let's wait, talk wait, about wait, wait, wait. No, no, you can what make up, threats
2: up. now. You can just say like every day that doesn't go by, you want one more jacket.
0: <laughs> That's not a threat though. That's like added responsibility. What? And I don't have enough authority to command Joey like that.
1: If Joey retaliates yeah. though, she could like send you pieces of a jacket like in the mail. Like here's just the cuff.
0: Here's like a cutoff sleeve yeah. of the jacket. Here's proof
1: of life of the jacket.
0: Yeah. If yeah. anything, Joey probably has more leverage than I do in the situation where she can't <laughs> fuck she probably can fuck with me in this essence. Like I I have nothing on her yet. Yeah,
1: you got no leverage here. What are you gonna do?
0: Yet yet yeah. again enough about jackets let's talk about video games today's stories include uh which streaming apps work on xbox fortnite's next gen details and more because this is kind of funny games daily each and every weekday at 10 a.m live right here on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games we run you through the nerdy news you need to know about if you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong. by going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, or you can listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for funny games daily to be a part of the show at the patreon.com slash kind of funny games with bronze members or above get to write in and silver members or above get the show ad free with the exclusive daily post show housekeeping for you uh youtube.com slash kind of funny games has been popping all weekend uh October episode 4 the finale with me and barrett is available right now i got to wrap up donkey kong 64 i finally rolled credits on the game that was the one thing i hadn't done i'd done everything in that game aside from the final boss fight Pretty much, and so I finally got to complete that. It feels good. Uh, it's about like a four-hour video, I want to say, because it went longer than I think either of us anticipated. And let me tell you, things unraveled <laughs> towards the end. Like I, I, I throughout the whole month, I had in the back of my mind. I remember Imran, you were saying uh, you can, you you can't wait to see how this goes because you're expecting me to play DK64 and then realize how terrible it was. Mm-hmm. And Let me tell you, there were moments of that. There were like there are a couple <laughs> levels uh gloomy galleon specifically where i was like oh this is rough and yeah toward toward that last boss fight there are moments where i was like oh yeah no the, the controls here are not as precise as, as i want them to be and i had a lot of hints of like oh man is Emron gonna be right here uh let me tell you though i'm on the opposite side of it where oh, i think okay. i i think i love the game more now after having played it from front to back over the course of the whole month again uh Go check out Donctober if you want to see the the I guess 15 hours probably of, of, of me making that realization. Uh, such a good game, such a good time, uh, very good content. And so go check that out.
1: What's next on the like what's the next on your gaming pile of shame that you would totally oh.
0: stream? Here's the thing. I thought about this a little bit. Jeff Force Gemini is another game that I talk a lot about how much I love it and how much it's one of my favorite games ever. Also never rolled credits on that one for pretty much the exact same reason. Like rare <laughs> during the any N- rare SCP4 N- N- games. Like? Rare during the NCT4 era got to a point specifically in 99 where they were like, fuck it. For anybody to beat these games, they're gonna have to collect every single collectible. And as a kid, I just that just wasn't my jam. Like I loved everything else in those games. I loved the the uh, how the games played, I love the worlds, I love the characters, all that stuff. But when it came to uh Jeff Wars Gemini specifically, you had to collect all the, the tribals. Uh, in all the areas, which are basically killable collectibles. <laughs> like, they're collectibles that enemies will straight up murder, and you would have to do that whole area over again. And so, like, and they're, like, hidden all over the places. so that was that was the thing where I was, like, as a kid, I was like, no, this is bullshit. Everything else in this game, I absolutely love and adore. This specifically is bullshit. Therefore, I will not beat this game. That said, I was thinking about this as I was finishing Donctober, and I was like, hmm, that could be next on the list. Jeff Force January. But then I was like, oh, that's a good it's one. way too soon way too soon <laughs> to do this in january coming off DK, dk64 but we'll see man you might Jet make it july jeff Force july would be great that is another j month <laughs> jeff Force june too but like yeah. july is for the route, and so i'll think about it we'll see what happens i also I, also there's not another Jeff force person like it's, <laughs> it, it's kind of funny it's just me right i don't know i and i've not met any other Jeff force person like in the industry at all
1: no I'm so like, what you, what you have to do for that one is you'd have to drag someone different in every week and try and convince them by the end of mm. that show that Death Force gemini is not a terrible game
0: i could do that because that's easy because it's not a terrible game the uh-huh. game is fantastic it's just people have expectations out of this world everybody's judging everything based on banjo kazooie and everything can't be banjo kazooie but I digress. That's not all that's going on on YouTube.com, slash so kind of funny games, because last Friday, I played through Chapter 1 of the Ghost of Tsushima Legends raid, uh, and that's also available right now, YouTube.com, slash so kind of funny games. Me and a squad of uh, all-stars did Chapter 1, uh, and I'd, I've had people ask, like, are we going to upload Chapter 2 and 3? The answer is no, because raids are very difficult, and we did not record Chapter 2, because that took us, like, four hours, and we knew it was going to take us a long time, so... Chapter one is what's available. Uh, enjoy it. It's a good time. Uh, definitely check that out. And it doesn't stop there because Greg did a special Halloween stream showing off his Animal Crossing Island. That's also available right now on YouTube.com slash kindoffunnygames. Uh, Extra Life is happening this Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Pacific time. You can catch the whole kind of funny crew and our shenanigans for 12 hours straight as we'll be raising money for the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals. You can catch it all going down live right here on twitch.tv slash kind of funny Games, And also, uh, community stream hosting starts Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. You can catch all the info you need on that and more, kindoffunny.com slash extra life. And remember to donate for the big, beautiful kids. If you can't tell because I'm still on housekeeping, it's a very busy week here at kind of funny uh so because of the way scheduling and stuff is shaking out ps love you xoxo will be posting this week on friday as opposed to tuesday uh and so stay tuned for that friday episode ps love you xoxo thank you to our patreon producers tom bach and blackjack today we're brought to you by quip and doordash but i'll tell you about that later for now let's begin with what is and forever will be
2: the roper report it's time for some news oh baker's dozen was definitely choking during the beginning of that oh i could tell i'll Howard through
0: starting with our number one imran how much do you like watching tv on your xbox
1: I usually actually use my PS4 as the media box, but I feel like that might be changing next generation. That definitely might be changing,
0: at least at the start of this next generation, because we now know what TV and streaming apps are coming to Xbox Series X, Uh, and it's pretty much all of them. I'm pulling this directly from Xbox Wire, who writes, uh, just as we're bringing forward all the games that play on Xbox One today, we're excited to announce that your favorite entertainment apps you enjoy today on Xbox One will be available on Xbox Series X and Series S. That means your favorite streaming apps like Netflix, Disney Plus, HBO Max, Spotify, YouTube, YouTube TV, Amazon Prime Video, Hulu, NBC Peacock, Vudu, Fandango Now, Twitch, SkyGo, Now TV, Sky Ticket, and more will be waiting for you when you boot up your new Xbox console on November 10th. And Apple TV is coming to Xbox consoles. When our all-new Xbox family of consoles launch worldwide on November 10th, you'll have more than just the entertainment apps you enjoy today on Xbox One. We're excited to share that the Apple TV app is coming to Xbox One and Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S on November 10th. The Apple TV app gives you access to thousands of shows and movies from one convenient location, allowing you to enjoy Apple TV Plus, Apple TV channels, brand new and popular movies, and personalized entertainment recommendations. Imran, what is your reaction to all this? So, <clears throat> I, this makes sense,
1: because like, the OS is very similar between the Xbox One and the Series X, and Series S. So, obviously, they should be able to bring over every app. Like, It's no big deal. PS5 is getting a complete reboot, but they're not bringing over every app. I think uh, I, f- I forgot to research it before we actually started this but I don't think Hulu is launching on PS5. Yeah, Hulu is not available. That's super weird because Sony partly owns that thing. Like, they're a big proponent of Hulu, so yeah, this is... I I do use my PS4 as a media box but mostly because it's just easy to go from a game to the to a Netflix or whatever to switch back when I need to. I have been considering just buying a separate media box, but if the Xbox is going to support all this stuff, then I might just stick with that for right now because why not?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 in a, I'm in a similar place where like I'm not thought about buying a, a separate media box ba- mainly because I have a, a smart TV. Like All the apps are available on my TV natively. With that, I still use PS4 and Xbox One when it comes to streaming all my uh, video stuff. I have found it a bummer that Hulu and a few, a few of the other apps are not going to be available on PS five at launch. And it's this weird thing of, I expected that to be the case just because you imagine that for PS five and the way that Sony has been handling it, right. It's kind of been this, uh, uh curated like private thing where nobody is getting a ps5 until okay no until like two weeks beforehand three weeks beforehand okay now we're gonna start sending these things out but there has been that ambiguity of all right who has these things available who doesn't have these things you imagine that for uh in terms of getting devs console units to probably there, there are probably similar sorts of barriers to entry and for me that feeds back to all right like who do the people that need a ps5 dev kit or whatever it is in order to make a hulu app work and hulu is a weird example because like hulu is under sony right like
1: okay so chad is telling me they're actually out of disney now so i think this is a deal with hulu because i know that like they had an exclusive content deal for quite a while
2: i think i think disney has like 51 percent of the stock or something they, like, bought okay, it from Comcast gotcha. or some shit.
1: Maybe part of the rest of Sony. I'm I i need to I'm sorry, 67%.
2: Need to Comcast owns 33%. So some of my information okay. was right. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> and like it's still it's somewhat weird because, like, Disney+, Plus, I believe, works on PS5 at launch. And I know, like, different companies, all that. Like, people are under under people, whatever. Um, But, like, whose hands do you need to get that PS5 dev kit in in order to just make a Hulu app work on PS5? Which, for all intents and purposes, seems like it should be an easy thing, right? I'm sure like Hulu is probably going to come to PS5 in months.
1: Mm-hmm. Hopefully, yeah. like maybe I would not be talking it's like before the end of December, honestly.
0: Yeah, like that's my that's my expectation. Like it shouldn't be too long without a lot of these apps on PS5. But it is this weird thing on the Xbox side of yeah. It seems like because everything is it's either because Xbox is really good about uh, getting folks the tools they need to make stuff work or i don't know if like backwards compatibility or the fact that it's basically like the same os you know feeding into next generation if that's the reason why everything is just already available either way um it's really cool on the xbox side it makes me kind of sad on the sony side but i expect to i i don't expect this to be a huge thing
1: yeah this is not gonna be like a war I mean, like people are gonna be like oh well the ps5 has or the xbox has netflix and it's a better car like Everything has Netflix. Like, You'd be surprised, well, man. You'd be surprised the about, the, about comments people make on the internet about anything. To, to oh, I'm sure a, people will uh, use it. I I'm ju- I'm just yeah. don't think anyone will care. And like, yeah. for me, it's just a choice of, oh, well, Hulu's not on there now? So I i still just use it on Xbox. And the most the most dramatic problem with all of this is I don't want to log into all this stuff again. But beyond that, I don't think anyone really
0: cares that much. Yeah. I do like uh, Apple TV coming to xbox consoles and if if i remember correctly too i believe apple tv is also coming to playstation um but just the fact that i can watch uh what's called mythic quest finally uh it's that that
1: and that uh that new show about a football coach that i hear is really good and i can't remember the name of
0: it i've not heard this one kind of funny how comes this you're wrong yeah you're wrong can tell us the name of it but is it is it like it's a comedy Is it, what was the name of that comedy Ted that Lasso. I think was everyone's saying Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso. A, yes. Gotcha. I've heard I that it's quite good. Down and down or whatever.
1: But yeah, I, I want to suppose, I think I want to watch Mythic Quest. Like people talked about it for like a week and then nobody talked about it. I'm not sure if that's like because the show doesn't have staying power or because nobody has Apple TV. Is
2: it, mm. I mean, I feel like a lot of people have Apple TV because they bundled in with one of the iPhones, right? Which I guess is now ending for a lot of people. Oh, I the last iPhone 11. the eleven. everybody that got the eleven got uh, Apple TV.: Kevin, that was a loud vacuum you got there. I What did I oh, just, What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? <laughs> no,
0: it's all good. I'm not, I'm not complaining I'm just I, saying. I, I, I respect the fact that you keep your house clean.:
2: That's the thing. I want it clean and like I, like if I wait till one o'clock, then I, I you know maybe it'll get done in time for the morning shows, but then it's like midday, and it's like at that point I've been walking around already, being like, oh, look how much cat hairs everywhere do you guys know
0: anybody that uses apple tv i think
1: because
0: i don't no. hear it come up much in conversation at all
1: i saw people talking about mythic quest but like those people actually worked at ubisoft so i assume they yeah had, no like,
0: like yousef is like the one person who's like oh yeah let's go mythic quest is awesome and i'm like i believe you because like you wouldn't just like blow smoke uh and i want and yeah. also like it's from uh what's his name who i can never remember rob mackle well, yeah That's rob mackle Michael Henny, yeah, yeah it's from him. Like, I appreciate his work, so I expect it to be good. But who knows? Now it's coming to PlayStation and Xbox. Yeah, you know, so yeah. but I don't so know if they're going to pay for
1: another service, so maybe it doesn't matter at all, so who cares?
0: Imran, yeah. uh, speaking of the transition to next-gen, story number two, Fortnite's next-gen upgrade is coming next week at console launch. Uh, the Fortnite team posted a, a blog post about it detailing what we can expect. Next gen is next week. Once you've taken in that sweet smell of unboxing a brand new Xbox or PlayStation, a next gen version of Fortnite will be ready and waiting for you to download. The Fortnite builds builds on Xbox Series X and S and PS5 aren't simply tweaked last gen builds, but new native ones to harness the power of the new consoles. If you're already a Fortnite player, you'll you'll easily be able to continue your progress. And if you're new to Fortnite, it'll be a great time to jump in. Whether you're a veteran player or looking to play for the first time, you'll be able to download the game on your new new console day one and enjoy a truly next-gen Fortnite experience. Features on Xbox look like this. You have 4K resolution at 60 FPS on Series X, uh, dynamic visuals and physics on Series X, 1080p resolution at 60 FPS on Series S, Uh, You can get it into matches faster uh, with loading performance has been, uh, or they're right, loading performance has been significantly upgraded, not only improving texture loading, but also helping you get into a match from game startup much faster. Uh, And then they also talk about enhanced split screen, where they say on Xbox Series X and S, split screen now supports 60 FPS, which is all very exciting. I didn't know that game had
1: split screen. So,
0: sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they added it like a year and a half ago. They added it a while ago, and I remember like reading that update and being like, whoa, that, that's out of nowhere. That's pretty cool. Features on PS5 look like this. You also got 4K resolution at 60 FPS, uh, dynamic visuals and physics, DualSense controller immersion, uh, where they say ha- haptic feedback makes it feel like you're holding the suppressed SMG or bolt-action sniper rifle, in addition to general vibration support. We've integrated haptic trigger feedback for ranged weapons on new DualSense controller. Uh, and then they also add you can select your favorite mode from the ps5 home screen fortnite supports ps5's activities starting with the ability to go straight into the battle royale lobby with either solos duos or squads selected once in the lobby choose to queue up for queue up for your selected mode Uh, and then you can also get into matches faster and there's also the enhanced split screen on ps5 uh all this sounds cool Uh, Mm -hmm. i'm digging it um the I'm very curious about the DualSense controller immersion. I really want to know how far they go with that. Uh, Because as I've mentioned on, uh, specifically in the Astros Playroom, uh, uh, first impressions video that we did, and I guess on that episode of PSLVUXOXO that went up that same day, right? Like, the DualSense is really cool. Like, the DualSense Mm -hmm. has some awesome features. The haptic feedback feels really advanced. Like, I think I, I mentioned this before, but it feels... Like HD rumble, but even more HD, like way more <laughs> HD. Uh, it's actually like a really cool function and feature, and so I'm curious to see how far they go with it, and uh, even like if the, to see if they use if they use the triggers in cool cool ways, right? Talking about the sniper rifle and all that stuff. I'm in the I'm in I'm in the the frame of mind right now where I'm like, all that stuff is still really cool to me, uh, and I'm sure that'll wear off probably in a in a year or so, maybe months. But I'm down with all that. That all sounds cool. All these next gen updates, 4K 60, I'm always down with uh that seems awesome imran do you have any any reaction to this so here's my th- i'm curious about
1: dual sense stuff in competitive games like mm. is it will it only be enhancing things or is it like well because they mentioned the the suppressed smg and the bolt action sniper rifle is it going to be a thing of i can't pull the trigger as fast as i want to because this trigger is stopping me but like okay. if that's the case then why would you not competitively just turn it off like why would you want that on there except for the the case of immersion which great for single player games but maybe less of a great thing when you're trying to win a match
0: no i think yeah and i I think that makes sense i can see a case where like for an smg like they talk about the suppressed smg like i can see a case where holding fire gives like a vibration function to the trigger which i don't like i I'm I'm not, like, tuned in to, like, the competitive scene, so I don't know if that's something that folks would turn off or not, but, like, those options are also available to turn off, and I imagine for, like, competitive games, uh, for most competitive games where, you know, either the trigger thing is activated where you have to hold it harder in, in order to make it go through, where that stuff's activated, I imagine folks are probably going to turn that off.
1: That's yeah, my I, that is my, like, I imagine... You have to design for this, right? Like it has to be a thing where you as a game developer go, Okay, well this is a competitive game, so we can only use the dual sense in a in a way that makes things better and doesn't inhibit you in any way. Because like the the go-to example of the trigger stopping was um Death Loop, where the gun will jam and you'll just like not be able to pull the trigger down. Mm-hmm. I I feel like if you're gonna you can't do that in, like a Call of Duty or something like that, because then people people will be like, Oh, I should have been able to do this, but the game just wouldn't let me, or the controller didn't, or it was. A- it's actually the controller's fault versus just being a lame excuse for it being the controller's fault. Like, I a lot of this just does come down to game design and what developers do, but I think I would not be shocked if on a competitive level, or even like a, I just want to win this match, I don't really, you know, care about immersion as much, like level, that most people just turn that sort of thing off for
0: those games. Yeah. And, I don't, and like, honestly, you say most people, I think most people just, pro- just probably won't care unless it's a... This most is- people
1: playing competitively, I should say.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah and then, and that's, that's my thing, right? Like, I imagine people who are very much in it, like people who are either like the big streamers or competitive players or players who take it super seriously will be the ones that are like, nah, fuck this, man. I can get my millisecond of better reaction time by turning this off those folks will probably turn it off where I think most of the time it is going to be a thing of, okay. Yeah. Like there's an added vibration function or, okay. Yeah. Like I have to pull through a bit in order to actually make, get my shots off with, which could act as like a, Hey, this will help you with accuracy a little bit. Or maybe it is a, okay, no, this is just a immersion type of thing, which doesn't matter to the actual experience other, other than to uh, give a cool effect. Like Mm -hmm. I imagine most players are going to get, get to that and go, oh that's cool and then like move on whereas that is going to be a thing that actually like affects how how uh competitive players interact with it that said like i wonder i wonder how some of this stuff works too with crossplay. like we talk about the controller and i'm sure i'm sure the dual sense controller isn't going to be a thing of like whoa this is the best way to play Fortnite because this gives Mm -hmm. you the competitive advantage like i'm still probably going to be mouse and keyboard um but like, get into matches faster is one that kind of stuck out to me because I was like, well, how does that work for crossplay? Like, is that if you're playing just within the PS5 ecosystem or the Xbox Series X ecosystem that that works, or is it a thing of like, or or like how how would that work in crossplay where it is matchmaking? Like, I just want to know want to know what that means. Yeah, um, I mean, like
1: they they already kind of segregated like Switch can only play with mobile, for example, or like when uh, when matchmaking like you can always like choose between those, but like hmm. you. Switch can only play with mobile, so I would not be shocked if they're like, hey, this is just for SSDs, or like, this is PC Series X and PS5. Everyone mm-hmm. else is in a separate thing for matchmaking, but oh, who yeah, knows? Like, I get into matches faster because I once you get into the lobby, I think it's only just we're building the thing. It's not a matter of we're waiting for everybody to load. So, yeah, it, it's gonna, gotcha. I think as things go forward, it's gonna be like, Okay, now in twenty twenty two we've cut off this like we segregated these things. So now it is only this generation that can do or that can play together. But yeah, we'll see. I'm there's a lot of open questions of how developers are going to
0: handle a more open ecosystem these days. Yeah. And folks in chat, let me know that. Basically it loads you into a lobby and then from there yeah. and stuff. And so that makes sense.
1: Yeah, so it'll load the lobby first, but it will not load the the actual like get on the bus thing until everyone's ready
0: from a server side yeah still on the topic of the transition in next gen we're in the we're in the we're we're in that window right now i guess where everybody is just all all steams ahead from next gen right like everybody is focused on what that transition looks like story number three ubisoft detailed which of its ps4 games won't work on ps5 but now it's not sure this is from taylor lyles at the verge Uh, and if like to give a preface to it right like I think it was Friday or maybe Saturday, right, where Ubisoft put up a blog post and then immediately took it it down because everybody was like, wait, what the fuck is going on here? Mm. Uh, Taylor Lyles at The Verge writes this. Earlier today, and I believe they were writing this on Friday, earlier today, Ubisoft released its own backward compatibility list to point out which older PS4 games won't run on the PS5. Instead of sharing that list at Sony's website, Ubisoft flagged the titles on its own website, but it appears that list may have been inaccurate, and the company has now taken it down. Quote, we have pulled the Ubisoft Connect article in forum post regarding backwards compatibility for the the time being, as there may be inaccuracies involving the Ubisoft titles that will be playable on PS5, a, a Ubisoft spokesperson told The Verge in an email. Prior to taking down the post, Ubisoft claimed that the following nine games wouldn't work on PS5. The games are, are, are these. Assassin's Creed Syndicate, Assassin's Creed Chronicle Trilogy Pack, Assassin's Creed Chronicles India, Assassin's Creed Chronicles uh, China, Assassin's Creed Chronicles Russia, Risk, Star Trek Bridge Crew, Werewolves Within, uh, and Space Junkies. Interestingly, these games do not appear on Sony's PS5 backwards compatibility list, which currently has 10 titles that Sony says will not work on the new console. In contrast, all of the Ubisoft titles released on the Xbox One will run on Microsoft's Xbox Series X and S consoles, according to the company. Uh, what's most surprising is that Star Trek Bridge Crew and Space Junkies, two PlayStation VR titles, are supposedly not backwards compatible. Sony has already said that the PS5 will support the PSVR, but you will need a special adapter to use the headset with the new console. Amron, what is going on here? This is so confusing. So like It is.
1: One, it's a bummer because Syndicate is my favorite Assassin's Creed: in The Last Generation because it it's the best of the classic ones of the. It's the Before best of match, yeah. Like Before the, the Uberty's origin, yes. I don't know what Ubisoft is doing or saying, really. Like, clearly, it had to have been vetted a little bit to get in, like posted, right? Like it was posted on the Ubisoft blog. Yes, like, so clearly somebody at some point signed off on like, yeah, no, this is the list of games. Go through with it. Did they put that up and then somebody was like, hey, what the hell? And then they pulled it off? Or did they put that up and then somebody at was like, no, that's not right. Like we, maybe Risk is supposed to be like not on there and that works fine and like the other stuff is correct. Who knows? Or was it like, was it they put that list up and then they started getting backlash for it? It was like, maybe we should pull this down until sony like says so or something I, it's so confusing because their they're actual like their content is so vague of like yeah there's some inaccuracies like okay sure yeah is what, what, the like, hell what does that mean? Mean?
0: like is it all inaccurate because yeah this is in pretty much direct contradiction to what sony uh released like last week right where it was hey yeah here are the here are the 10 games that aren't playable and everybody's like okay cool yeah that's all we can expect sweet cool we're all happy with this uh for Ubisoft to come, come out and then post this, where it is, hey, here are 10 of our games that won't work, that then, that's blowback on both Ubisoft and Sony in a way where I can understand Sony reaching out and being like, hey, 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 we... Like, what's the disconnect going on here? Because we thought these games were playable or we weren't ready to say yet that these games aren't playable. Right. Um, The fact that, like, the for the most part, these are games that people don't necessarily care too much about with the exception of the Assassin's creed games like yeah syndicate is a blow and then the chronicles games like i know there are people out there that that like those games and so like risk star trek bridge crew werewolves within and space junkies is like whatever aside from the fact that a couple of those are psvr games which is then damning on all right cool so there are going to be some psvr games that aren't playable for ps5 what does the future of psvr looks like that's whole that's a whole other conversation (laughs) that that we can have the weird thing here is that they posted it and took it back down which tells me which I, I i guess i just don't know what to take from that you know part of me wants to take it as somebody fucked up maybe they thought these games weren't gonna work and they actually do work or maybe like there was communication somewhere along the lines of sony talking to ubisoft being like hey how do we get these to work or hey like you know can we get permission all and all this stuff um something there might have broken down or it might just be Hey, this is accurate information that we just posted too early because we we weren't ready yet, or Sony wasn't ready yet, or whatever it may be. Yeah. Uh, it is a, no matter what it is, it is a weird thing. It is super weird that these games may or may not work, or seemingly at least at one point didn't work, or whatever it is. Like the fact that this got posted is weird.
1: Like if if the if the information is accurate that there are PS5 games that are not, or PS4 games that have been listed as theoretically backwards compatible or we're not on the list of like exclusions that we don't know about yet like if if this list of uh nine games is actually just one game that's still a problem because now the doors are wide open of like okay what what was the breakdown here of why did you list nine are this other 10 games that like you simply said these games aren't playable but is there actually you know, a much larger list somewhere, like our publishers going through bit by bit yeah. and going like, okay, actually it turns out that like, uh, I don't know, near Automata is not playable or stuff something like that, like that we don't know we're just assuming will work. Because like, if it turns out that games I've been waiting on uh, to, for the PS5 to start playing like aren't compatible, then that's going to be an issue because I just kind of assumed they were going to be. And I don't, like there's not a lot of, there's not a big through line through these, this list of games besides them being from Ubisoft that like makes sense of why they wouldn't be compatible. Like the Chronicles games are different from the main series like Syndicate games. Some of those are PSVR, some of them are not. Like what yeah. is it that's not working here? Is it an it's like what game? is it about
0: Syndicate that's different from Unity and Black Flag yeah. and the others? It's is it's really not really a rhyme or reason.
1: It's really confusing and like I really I think Sony and or Ubisoft need to come out and say like oh yeah actually there was a there was a firmware update coming. We didn't know about it. And that actually does make these games playable or something like that. Because, like, basically, this has more questions than answers. And it's mm-hmm. part of their frustration of this leading up to next gen is that, like, there's still things we don't know. And those things come out literally next week. So I don't, I would like to know one, what the problem was in the first place with them writing that post. And two, are these games going to be on there? Like, is this going to be a situation where my Assassin's Creed Syndicate disc? Is basically useless if i sell my ps4 pro and like i understand the logic of oh well if you want all the games don't sell your pro but you can't you can't put out a list of here's the only exclusions and then add exclusions to that after. yeah
0: well then th- that that is where the bigger problem lies right it's, it's like it's not the fact that i don't think that many people are looking forward to playing syndicate you know on the ps5 i'm sure some people were but for the most part these are games that you could say are, hey, these games are not coming forward or coming, yeah, are not coming forward to the PS5, and everybody's probably probably just gonna be like, all right, cool. Like, I didn't plan to play the Chronicles games on my PS5, and if I really want to play them, I can play them on my PS4. It is the implication of if any of this is true, then what does that do for the rest of the library? Like, yeah. what what when am I gonna get the EA blog post that is like, hey, none of the sports games are available, or when am I gonna get the Activision blog posts that are like, hey, these games aren't, aren't available? Like, what does that mean going forward? Um, which again, I imagine that this. That's why I'm on the side of this has to be some sort of error because it feels like a big error if it is.
1: Like the accurate. other part of this is if this is a thing that's on Ubisoft, like they, something they did made it not compatible. Cause I, I don't naturally assume backwards compatibility on a PS5 was a mostly automatic mechanical thing that was not, did not have to like require individual developers and publishers to actually make sure their games work but if that's the case what happens if an ea says oh yeah we are we're not making fallen order uh backwards compatible hey guess what there's a remaster soon like is that going to be the thing that happens or is it going to be like i don't know there's a there's plenty of like this has so many question marks behind it that it makes me like suspicious of what are what
0: what is the reasoning behind the answers at the end of the day It's a slippery slope that we'll have to wait and see uh, uh, how that pans out. Story number four, though. Activision Blizzard wants to bring all their franchises to mobile. Uh, This is from Alyssa McAlloon at Gamasutra. Mobile is so far going well for Activision Blizzard, but its current dabblings on the platform, which include Call of Duty Mobile, and its 300 million worldwide downloads are only the beginning. Top Activision Blizzard execs talked about their vision for the massive company's future on mobile in a recent call with investors, exploring a desire to to bring more of its flagship franchises to the platform and expand its current dealings into new regions. "Quote: we need to make sure that we're enabling our franchises on the on the billions of mobile devices that are available right now. That's by far our biggest opportunity, and we're investing meaningfully to capitalize on this and to take all our franchises to mobile over time, says Activision Blizzard's C- president and COO, Daniel, o- I'm going to say Alegre. Currently, Call of Duty Mobile is at the front and center of Activision Blizzard's mobile expansion, though the company has, has the added benefit on the mobile front of including Candy Crush maker King in its portfolio of studios. Cool. I don't think this is necessarily a... Surprise! i think the my takeaway from this is what is overwatch mobile what does that game look like is it a spinoff is it a a, a new version is it tied in with overwatch 2 that's what i want to know i mean call of duty mobile is like successful and apparently pretty good like i
1: as long as these things don't take away from the like are you pulling i don't think they're going to pull developers from overwatch 2 to work on overwatch mobile like i imagine it's just people who are done and like you know, or, you know they're working with an external studio wallet stuff but like this is not necessarily for us this is not for people who you know care about these games on a pc or console or stuff like that it's for people who are like hey i care i kind of know the brand and i have a phone or and or i live in china and like those are the people who this is all for yeah but yeah it it makes total sense that they do leverage their brands for mobile games
0: yeah and i feel, it, like, I feel yeah. like there's been there's been his, hints of that already right like even with with is it diablo immortal is that what it is the the mobile diablo game that people were upset about a few years ago yeah which never ended up coming out did it enough. not not that i'm aware
1: of i think it was a beta but i don't think that game has ever mm-hmm. seen like official release it might just not be done but they've not talked about it because That was a huge backlash, and that's like kind of Mm -hmm. thing, because people thought Diablo was replacing Diablo 4. It wasn't. They were, like, they have already said they were working on Diablo 4 at the time and just weren't ready to announce it yet. So how you package these? Like, Call of Duty Mobile just sort of came out, and it was like, cool, there's a Call of Duty Mobile. It's not taking the place of Call of Duty whatever the year it it was last year? Year before last, maybe? That, like, it's not taking that game's place. Mm -hmm. But it it's out. It's a thing that's popular. It's a thing that's making money. That's the way you got to do it, really, because because honestly, it doesn't really make a difference if you do like yeah. a long high mean, cycle for it. Well, yeah. the
0: mobile market is is just different, right? Like you can put stuff out and have people download it for a dollar or free with micro or whatever the the uh, setup may be, and you know it'll things can be successful in that way. In a way where announcing something way ahead can probably do more harm than good very much in the case of Diablo Immortal, where if they had just dropped Diablo Diablo Immortal out of nowhere, it's called Diablo Immortal, right? I'm not making that stuff up.
1: I'm not making that I don't remember because it's been so long since I've thought about
0: it. Kind of funny.com since you're wrong. Um but like they could have just dropped that and like yeah they would have gotten people they would have gotten hate because it's not the next Diablo game that people are looking forward to and want. Okay people are saying yes it is immortal. Uh it's not (laughs) it's not the next Diablo uh, game that people are looking forward to and want but like just get it get into people's hands and like you know let that let let that thing breathe and live and I'm sure that thing finds an audience where now like the name of it is kind of tainted because it came it had that announcement people are like where the fuck is the next Diablo and it had time to sit in that and now like I'm sure when it finally comes out it'll have an audience and people will like it and all that stuff especially people who are who who are already in the ecosystem or are, are okay playing in that ecosystem. Right. Like those people will play it and like it. But there is there still does exist that kind of weirdness around it. I feel like yeah. if if whenever whenever they do do an overwatch mobile game, whether it is like a now here's the actual third person shooter overwatch or if it is a here's a match three <laughs> puzzle game overwatch game, whatever it may be, right? Like if you just drop it and get not get it out there, the overwatch fan base is big enough and passionate enough that the people who who see interest in that will download it and just play it and like not. Not really have a problem with it, especially because we know Overwatch 2 is coming, right? And I imagine by the time Overwatch mobile comes out, Overwatch 2 is probably already going to be here. And so, yeah. I An ideal Overwatch mobile game for me would be
1: take Pokemon Unite, just to replace it with Overwatch characters. Like, that's just a, a small scale mobile, basically.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like that that seems like it would make sense. Like, you don't need to fully copy that game. But I, I imagine what they are going to do is, like, here's just a, a scaled down version of Overwatch for mobile. Because, like, That requires less design, less, you know, less risk as well.
0: Hear me out, though. Tony Hawk Mobile. I've been thinking about this a lot.
1: There was a mobile game. It was not Activision made, but there was a mobile Mm -hmm. game, Tony Hawk, two years ago, where, like, he literally turns into. No, you play as a a non-Tony Hawk skater. Then for your, like, your meter is full, you turn into Tony Hawk, and it makes a bird sound. You do it. That's all I remember. Oh, that sounds
0: sick. That's genius. <laughs> That's great. That's great. It, I was Tony actually Hawk thinking about Skate this. Jam. Uh, that
1: sounds about right. Yeah,
0: I was thinking about this uh, while I was playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater One Plus Two when it came out. That game is prime, or at least that setup is prime for a. I want to say the word. I want to. I want to say the words "games as a service," but I'm just. I guess I'll say like live service setup, right? Like ongoing game setup where it is like i could, i could see a case where they put out a game called tony hawk world where it is level like unlimited levels made by like that are user made user created or or whatever the case may be that is like a hey man like play tony hawk forever kind of game i think that game could work and exist and does that fit a mobile game or not who knows maybe it does maybe you do that and then continue to make tony hawk three plus four um but I feel like that I feel like that game is going to come eventually, like the forever Tony Hawk game.
1: the The remaster has a level editor, right?
0: Yeah, it does have okay. a level creator. It's but just like I want
1: as like integrated as you want,
0: Yeah. I want something that's more integrated, something that is more like like you go like you you can browse through a bunch of, like like track mania for Tony Hawk, if that makes sense, right? Yeah. Where, like, where you can okay. go online, just browse through unlimited levels and there are goals or time attacks or score attacks. Associated with those levels, and it is just this expanded, forever twenty hot game that you can that you can that you can play right, and the best levels rise to the top, all that good stuff. That
1: would be cool. I would like that. I don't. I would not trust Activision to do it, but <laughs> that would be. Bro, cool. you
2: have a
0: job. Yeah, but like that job sounds cool though. You know, I can work two jobs,
2: Kevin. No, you can't. You barely do this one well. <laughs> oh wait, no, oh, I do this one great. I do. October was a hit. You uh, couldn't Kevin. even beat Greg Miller at a Halloween. Like, I don't know. I'm pretty sure I did.
0: I'm pretty sure I did, Kevin. I Were know. you there?
2: Were you there? Uh, yeah, for most of it, I'd say.
0: <laughs> October is great. October is great. Halloween is great. Halloween is great. Story number five. Speaking of things that aren't that great, uh, PlayStation shuts down custom PS5 plate company. This is from James Blatchler at GamesIndustry.biz. Sony has taken legal action against a peripherals manufacturer that was selling custom face plates for the upcoming PS5 console. VGC reports customizedmyplates.com, previously known as Plate Five, has, or Platestation5.com, has canceled all orders and pulled its range from sale. However, at the time of writing, the products still seem, seem to be listed on the website. The company was offering unofficial faceplates for PS5 uh, in, a, in a range of colors following a Sony video showing the official white plates can be removed. The site told VGC it carried out due diligence and believes uh that since sony's patents on the faceplates are still pending it was legally allowed to create its own alternatives a spokesperson said quote but after only a day of our website being live sony's lawyers asked us to change our name due to trademark infringements we thought this switch would be enough to keep everyone happy uh and honestly we're hoping we're hoping so since we already we were already underway with our product development but then sony's lawyers told us it was their opinion that sony's intellectual property extended to the faceplates and that if we continue to sell and distribute them in any country, we would end up in quote in in quote And court end quote. Emron, does this surprise you that it went down this way with not at all? Like, I I I
1: I figured that they were going to like that people were going to make custom plates, and I also figured Sony would be like, no, like I I don't even necessarily think this is a I don't think that that was ever intended to happen. Of Sony thought, oh like the plates are movable. I don't think they ever thought somebody would, like, put on a different plate for
0: it. I think oh, they'd they have thought, to know. Right? They, like, that's a thing, like, that, that's a thing people love to do with their consoles. They, At least, they, Sony the seems like... The 360 people love doing that.
1: You no, know, yeah, 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 absolutely. But, like, in 360 it was intended. I, yeah. I thought, I think Sony's, like, high off their own supply a little bit of, like, Oh no, this design is so good. Why would any like why would anyone change it? Why would anyone get a different plate? Like we have like the perfect design here. Mm. I I don't think they're gonna like I don't know. i I, I bet that maybe somebody it's Sony new, but I bet the people who designed it were like, no, it's just a removable plate that you put back on immediately. Like you want to remove it so you can get inside. That's it.
0: Frank Furter writes in and says, good morning, Blessing and Emron. With Sony asking, asking a custom faceplate company to stop all pre-orders due to copyright, does this prove anything that Sony is thinking of taking a page out of Xbox's book and creating a design lab type website where we can create our own custom faceplates? Uh, also, please remember, tomorrow is the election day. So if you're registered to vote, vote. Thanks for all you do, Frank Furter. You can also register and vote same day there you go i'm yeah. gonna go ahead and say no that playstation is not working on their own des- uh, uh, design lab-esque thing for the faceplates i think this is them going hey we plan to sell different colors of the ps5 at a certain point and different designs of the ps5 at a certain point um like custom or not custom but like a Man. let's say Man 2 ps5 or like a uh Melager solid six and a half ps5 like we plan to release these at a certain point and so we don't want people to have other options to customize these things. That's yeah. kind of that's kind of where I see it.
1: Like, why would you sell like a death stranding cover plate or like a death stranding version of the PS4 or PS5, if somebody could just like 3D print one or yeah. buy one online or whatever? Like I I don't think they're going to move significantly really different from their usual uh, hey we're making a special edition console kind of thing. I they're definitely not going to let custom plates go through. <laughs> That's not going to. Yeah. But whether they sell their own, I, I, I doubt it, and I don't think they're going to have a control lab style thing. Control lab was like a really weird thing. honestly people don't appreciate how strange that is for a major. But it's awesome, though. It is awesome, and it's like I have my uh my blue Xbox One controller that is like, oh, this is great. I'm happy with this thing. But I don't think Sony's going to do that for plates. I think if people want to, if you want a custom plate break out the finger paints because like that's how you're gonna get one
0: yeah like I, a big part of me has hoped that sony would take a a note from design labs because i think design labs is like the coolest thing uh and i've been wanting to do that for an xbox controller but i don't play on xbox enough to feel like it's worth me doing that but like if playstation did that on their side for the dual sense which i'm sure they also would never do maybe they would do it for colors but i don't think they would let you like i guess design labs was just colors wasn't it um I, I, I don't think dual. I don't. I don't think they'd do it for dual sense. I don't know. I don't see Sony as that type of company. But if they did it, I'd be all over it. Like I think that'd be an amazing idea for hey, Facebook. Those, definitely not. They're not doing. What it. What are
1: those things at the bottom of the handles on the dual sense?
0: Bottom of the handles. What do you mean?
1: Like those little black spots?
0: Oh, they're just black spots.
1: Oh, there's like they don't. Oh, okay. It just extends out. I thought it was separated. I, I do not know yeah. if there was like a sensor there or something. But yeah, that no, okay.
0: no. I mean this whole. I mean it's the dual sense, Imran. The whole thing is a sensor. <laughs> It's By terrible. the way, uh,
1: I got a we got a year wrong that I want to correct right now. You can register and vote in the same day in certain states. Check your state to make sure that's true. I I believe it's true in California, not true everywhere else
0: mm. necessarily. Pro tip: vote early. I know it's late now to vote, yeah. vote early. But future elections, vote early because it saves you a lot of time. Yep. Before we get into our last news story, Imran. I want to tell you about our sponsor. Of course, you can go over to patreon.com. So kind of funny games where you can get the show ad free. And speaking of ads, this episode of kind of funny games daily is brought to you by Quip. There are only two types of people in the world. Those of us who brush and floss every day and those who might just start. Thanks to Quip's refillable floss pick. You know, Quip, the electric toothbrush you hear about all the time. But it's their sleek, reusable floss pick you'll want to use next. The durable handle is easy to guide, restrings with a click, and comes with a compact uh, mirror dispensing case for on-the-go. Plus, a single refill pod replaces over 180 single-use plastic flossers, so it's better for your teeth and the environment. Pair your floss with the perfect electric toothbrush for adults and kids. Quip has the simple guiding features you need like the timed sonic vibrations with guiding pulses to help you brush better and now you can get amazing rewards just for brushing your teeth every day quip also delivers brush head floss and toothpaste refills every three months three months from five dollars uh, shipping is free so you can save money and skip the store bring delight to your everyday brushing and join over five million miles brushing with quip starting at twenty five dollars and if you go to go Getquip.com slash games. Right now, you'll get your first refill free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash games, spelt G E T Q U I P dot com slash games. We're also brought to you by DoorDash. Between never ending laundry cycles and incoming emails, you've got plenty on your to do list. Give yourself one less thing to worry about and let DoorDash take care of your next meal. DoorDash is the app that brings you the food you're craving right now to your door. Ordering is easy open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, uh, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can support your local go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, and the Cheesecake Factory. Many of your your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery. Just to open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and your food will be left at your door, DoorDash deliveries are now contactless to keep communities we operate in safe. Right now, our listeners can get five dollars off and zero delivery fees on their first order of fifteen dollars or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code games. That's five dollars off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in in the App Store and enter code games. Don't forget, that's code games for five dollars off your first order with DoorDash. Emron's story number six, a Vampire the Masquerade Battle Royale game has been revealed for 2021. This is Jordan Alleman at IGN. A uh, Battle Royale game set in the Vampire the Masquerade universe has been revealed and is set to launch in the later half of 2021. The debut for UK and Sweden-based developer Shark Mob, the currently unnamed title, was revealed with a teaser trailer showing warring sects of vampires battling through the streets and rooftops rooftops of Prague. Uh, supernatural powers, weapons, and blood are listed as the main tools in your arsenal as you hunt, fight, and survive the night. It's not clear just yet what platforms Sharp Mob are planning to release the game on yet, but their website notes that they develop for PC and next-gen consoles. Emron, does this speak to you at all?
1: I mean, it sounds like a cool idea. I, I do not know at what point in my life I'm going to have time for more Battle Royales, or interest in more Battle Royales. Like, I tried playing, um... What was the name of that game? Hyperstrike? Spell- no, Break. Yes. Which is cool. I like the look of that game. I like the idea. I played two matches and I was done. Cuz like
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's there's nothing that is going to match how novel that concept was several years ago versus how like done I am with it now. Like I still play Fortnite because like Fortnite is a social game and I have fun playing that with friends, but I'm I play Fortnite and that's it. Like I'm probably not going to play another battle royale anytime soon. I will give every battle royale probably like one or two matches and I'm like all right, cool. Moving on. I see what the I see what the cool thing you're doing is. I wonder who's going to rip that off. But a yeah. vampire a vampire one sounds thematically at least cool.
0: Yeah, I think it's a really cool idea, but I am in a similar place of are am i done with new battle royale games like am mm. i just am i just over it because i feel like the space has reached the point where there are the main ones there are the side ones and i for me as someone who got super into apex legends who at one point was super into fortnite who wanted to be super into hyperscape but played the beta played like a week of the final release and was like i'm good and then like has kind of had that experience since when it comes to battle royales right like Spellbreak had the the exact same experience where i played two matches i recorded a first impressions with andy that ended up getting lost uh and like i just couldn't it, it didn't speak to me like i i can't think of a thing a battle royale a new battle royale game could do that would speak to me unless it is like a hey we are taking and i guess this is what exactly what this is doing we're taking something that you love and turning it into a battle royale like there are people that love vampire the masquerade obviously uh and so like maybe this is going to speak to them in a way that uh you know spell or hyperscape may not speak to them but like for me you know i would you would have to announce like a doom battle royale or something like something like that right wolfenstein battle royale for me to go Okay, yeah, no, I like I like Doom, I like Wolfenstein. I let, let's see what this is about. Um, other than that, and though, like the even, idea of new battle Royales just don't do it for me anymore. Even then, like they announced a Borderlands, like
1: they don't call it a battle royale. Like they specifically don't call it like they call it a roguelike, which is wrong because it's basically a battle royale. But mm-hmm. like, I, I'm not interested. I'm probably not going to try it. But at some point, these things are just going to be modes in games. And like the idea of like a deathmatch only game doesn't necessarily appeal to me either. So we'll, we'll, we'll see how this evolves. But at some point, when you're saying like, hey, here's just a new battle royale, I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I've, I've, yeah. I've already got one.
0: We're, we're fine. Yeah. But- I don't, I, it would have to, it would have, it would have to take a big name or just like a really, really well made experience for a battle royale to come through and even be on that same echelon in tier of a an apex or a um uh war zone right or like a a, or Fortnite feels like an impossible like fee if you want to be that big but you know what i mean like to be a new top tier battle royale at this point feels impossible i'm sure it's gonna happen i'm sure there's gonna be one game that comes out in the next year or two that might break that barrier but it does feel like the more and more these things get announced the more and more i'm like all right cool i'm kind of I am not I'm not in that space where I'm trying every new battle royale anymore. Here's uh, what I anymore.
1: want. I I want a control battle royale. I want to have all the Ooh. powers of control and I want to be in a battle
0: royale in the oldest house. I want a last of us battle royale. I think I might have mentioned this on the Sancho West episode from last month. Um but I think a I think a, a last of Us lastless battle royale where it is very similar to the factions from uh last of us one. You keep the listen mode, keep all those cool, cool features, but just expand it to uh it doesn't even have to be 100 players, right? Like 50 or 30 something players where it is last man standing. I think that could be really fun. I'd be <laughs> I, all about that.
1: I would endorse this if when there's like 10 players left, it says finally we can see who's the last of us. And oh that, god. Like, <laughs> as long as they say that, I'm good.
0: i fucking dare you? Uh Imran, I'm excited mm. to see what the next battle royale game announced is, but that's probably so far away, right? Right. Right, new battle royale game announced. That that couldn't happen. Could be as like late as tomorrow, probably. Uh, but tomorrow is so far away. If I wanted was coming out to mom and grab shops today, where would I look?
1: The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform, as listed by the kind of funny games that we show host each and every weekday.
0: Mm, doo-doo, 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 yeah. Yeah. Out today, we got kingdom of force for pc up on the rooftop for pc system control for pc election 2020 battle for the throne for pc oh no kevin ah actually yeah kevin i gotta know i gotta know i gotta know what that i'm on in my dude (laughs) Floor, floor 13 deep state for pc lawyer guy Defender of Justice for PC, The Wizard and the Slug for PC, Blood of Steel for Steam, and the Sniper Elite 4 is out today on Stadia. New dates for you. Ruined King is a League of Legends RPG coming to console PC and Switch in 2021. aerospace 2's early access release has been delayed to January. I don't know, Imran, if you saw this, but, like, it was supposed to come out, I think, maybe on the same day as Cyberpunk, and they were, like, Fuck that. No, we're moving to January. And yeah, so, no, I saw
1: that. Like, the initial thing of like,
0: hey, yeah,
1: we're out now on the day of cyberpunk, so we're moving. Like, hey, there, we're was moving. No, there was nothing else. It was like, it wasn't, oh, we apologize because COVID is hard and working from home is difficult. Like, it was, no, we're not coming out the same day as cyberpunk.
0: Yeah, very smart. Uh, I like that kind of open open honesty. Uh, and then George Orwell's Animal Farm will launch on December 10th on PC and mobile. I, I know, I had the same reaction. All right uh kevin is showing uh election day 2020 sorry the music was blasting too so for everyone that got scared you should be ready all the time battle for the throne it, hmm. so you're customizing okay uh, well this is donald trump i assume this is going to be like an election
1: simulator no it appears to be a bunch of like political comic minigames wow hmm so it's i don't know how not that i'm not i'm not on board with that i
0: don't think i don't know if i'm a fan i don't think i'm a fan honestly uh deal of the day this comes from wario 64 prime gaming free november games are up uh you're getting victor vran a knight's quest Lethus path of progress smoke and sacrifice and arian legacy of the cory odon there you go now it is time for reader mailing of course you can write into patreon.com slash kind of funny games to get your questions read on the show just like Chris, Chris writes in and says with less than two weeks to go until the PS5 launch, will we get more a more detailed state of play for Miles Morales and Demon Souls? I really like the in-depth looks uh, for The Last of Us Part 2 and Ghost of Tsushima that we got and hope I hope that would be, become become a norm going forward. Imran, do you think we'll get a state of play, I guess, in the next week or so uh, detailing Miles Morales and or Demon Souls?
1: I mean, if I were Sony, sure. Like, ideally, they should do that. Uh, I imagine I imagine what they'll do instead, and keep, keep in mind, I do not have a PS5 and I do not have any of the embargo information. So, I do not, if, as I am saying this, I'm not saying this is a hint of anything. But I imagine that in the next two weeks, there will be like previews and reviews. So, I am guessing Sony will use those in like more than they will like do their own state of play. Like, let reviewers and, uh, Previewers and all that talk about the the game and presumably it being quite good. Blessing, I know you can't say anything, so I'm not gonna.
2: Sounds throw like that you back got on insider you. information, you know what I mean? Bless.
0: Wait, I have insider information, or Imran does? Imran. Here's the thing: I, Imran I, always sounds like he has insider information. I love
2: it; it's the coolest thing about him. <laughs> hey, that and his
0: one-liner, Mr, Mr.
1: "Mr. Controller charging your headset." Like <laughs> you can't throw that back. Oh on my me. god!
0: Can I say like I woke up? I woke up and I looked at my Twitter notifications and I was like, oh, no, (laughs) because like I it it wasn't a thing I ever thought about. Right. The fact that I have a green earbuds and or not green, red earbuds and a red uh, USB-C cable. And if I if I equip both of those in the same video, people will get very excited to confirm new PS5 news. I did not foresee that happening. And so.
1: I was making dinner last night, listened to the the cast, and they're like blessing of
0: kind of funny confirmed. I'm like, yeah, mm. no, I was listening to it too. And I was like, Oh, I didn't confirm shit. No, I didn't
2: <laughs> mm, mm, that,
0: That's not what I said. I didn't say anything. I was just playing a game and having fun. Um, and so, yeah, if you're a content creator, you know, maybe think about uh, disclosing when you have cables, different cables of the same color, because people get very confused. Or if you're, if you're someone <laughs> writing news about things,
1: email someone and yeah, ask maybe it. email
0: somebody or like twitter dm or at me you know to ask because oh man my, my notifications <laughs> um let's see here we got one more question oh, actually no i'm gonna save this question for the post show because we're pretty late in the show uh, and yeah. so now it is time to squat up bo writes in with a squad up on oculus quest 2 and says i miss people <laughs> i have no plan or motive to squat up other than to connect with the human race again in a virtual utopia. So if any best friends want to play Beat Saber, table tennis, or meet up in a movie theater, add me on Oculus Quest. You can add Bo on Oculus Quest with the username Bo James. That's spelled B-E-A-U James. Bo James. Now this time for kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong, where you let us know what we got wrong as we got it wrong. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. NanoBot says missed news about the Xbox streaming. Netflix, Disney Plus, or Voodoo will support Dolby Vision and Dolby Atmos support. I don't really count that as missed news, but it's added detail. And so, cool. If you like Dolby Vision and Dolby Atmos, boom. Uh, mm-hmm. Diablo Immortal had a
1: trailer apparently at China Joy in September. So, not dead. Just they're not
0: talking about it as much for. Fairly obvious reasons. Uh, Ryan T says, just a heads up with the Xbox Design Labs, the Design Lab is offline until 2021. Is that true? Is Design Labs, like, not available right now? Uh, I'm not sure. Let's see. Yeah, I don't I don't ever recall them. I mean, like, it makes, hey, I guess makes down.
1: sense, because, like, you want the newer controllers. New controllers,
0: right? yeah. Oh, yeah, and you, you imagine they'll in 2021, they'll boot it back up with, with like a the new Xbox button.
1: controller. Yeah.
0: Yeah, with a capture but, button.
1: Which is, like, the main... But, I wanted that capture but I, I find the capture button useful. So I'm kind of annoyed that like my actual control like design lab controller does not have that. And like there's no obvious solution for that, but I'm I think I'll just make that my PC controller now.
0: That is it for kind of com slash you're wrong. This it week's hosts go like this. So design design labs is down.
1: Yeah, it says twenty twenty one on the front. That page. makes
0: sense. Uh, tomorrow's hosts are Tim and Timor Hussein from GameSpot. Uh, Wednesday is Greg and Gary Witta. Thursday, it's me and Tim. And then Friday, it's Greg and me. Of course, even before I do the sign-off, remember, Extra Life is this Saturday. Tune in. Uh, We're streaming for 12 hours from 10 a.m. Pacific Time to 10 p.m. Pacific Time. It's going to be a blast. There are going to be shenanigans, all that good stuff. Kindoffunny.com slash Extra Life if you want to go donate or get involved with community streams. Of course, this has been kind of funny games daily each and every weekday live right here on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games we run you through the nerdy news you need to know about uh we have a patreon post show for those that are subbed at the silver level of patreon.com slash
2: kind of funny games so stick around for that otherwise until next time game daily